Okay, here we go again on the Break It Down for Bracken's podcast. Today we are talking to Chris Adigidio, owner of Limitless Physical Therapy in Kearneysville, West Virginia, and Emily Garman. She works with Krista. Thanks for being on the podcast, guys. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Stoked to be here. Krista, if there was an elevator pitch for Limitless Physical Therapy, do you think you've got it? Yeah, I think I can handle it. Let's hear it. <laughs> well, um, obviously, I'm Krista. Thanks for having me back. I'm founder of Limitless Physical Therapy. We specialize in treating the athlete in all of us. While I see primarily outdoor athletes, we also treat youth athletes and offer nutrition services. Our limitless athletes often experience things like physical therapy, dry needling, musculoskeletal assessments, golf programming, run programming, small group training, or nutrition services. And when you're seeking quality and excellence in PT and nutrition, you can find us in Jefferson County, 304-900-0866. That's a really good, that was a really good elevator pitch. I thought so. Right on. And then Emily's on your team now. So Emily, welcome. Yeah. What do you do? I am Emily and I am a nutritionist and I help individuals crush their goals. So whether maybe it's weight loss um, I help you get find ways that will help you um, achieve that goal. Maybe it's you're struggling with um, an autoimmune disease. We can work at what look at what foods work best for you. Figure out a plan of exercise that's going to be best fitted for you and how to manage your symptoms. Um, really, it's whatever whatever you're working with. Um, we can help you reach your goal. What brought you to to nutrition? Oh. I have been so fascinated and loved nutrition since I was like 16 years old. It has always been um, something I love to study personally for myself um, as an athlete and wanting to um, strive for performance or different goals that I've had in my life. And then I, you know, over that time, I went to school, got my bachelor's in exercise science and nutrition, um, and then worked as a wellness specialist in a hospital for a few years, quite many years. And um, just seeing, you know, food is something we consume every day. It's a huge part of our life. It's a huge part of our social settings. It's, you, we can't avoid it. And yet it's so elusive to some people, you know, like it's, it's something that we... Food is every day. Food is every day. Food is, food is a big factor in our life. So I saw not only struggles in my life of what do I need to eat? How much do I need to eat? What's the best things for my body? How do I recover from workouts through food? But then I would work with other people who just got diagnosed with diabetes. And what does that mean? And how should they eat? Or they're trying to crush their goals in the gym. And I just I have such a passion for helping people reach their goals that I just kept going. Oh, I, I, I recently just um, I tried keto for a while. Mm-hmm. That was neat. I, I, I feel like I transitioned into keto pretty quickly and I shed like 16 pounds. I found that to be kind of suspect though. Mm-hmm. So I like, well, maybe I'll come off keto and then like inflammation blew up with me almost immediately. But what was neat was I, I saw all the results and, but I determined that keto wasn't necessarily for me. So now I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like meat or proteins and then salads and I try, I like, I give myself a budget of like a half a bagel a day mm-hmm. or two slices of toast, but it's, in, it's so, it's so individualized that I'm just doing it my way. And 
if I eat something throughout the day and then I feel like I feel like gluten crushes my my midsection. Like if I have too much gluten, I turn into a much heavier looking fella. <laughs> but when I'm off of gluten, so anyways. I'm just saying I'm excited for this podcast because I want to hear what you guys have to say. I want to hear how nutrition works with the coaching coaching that Krista does. Um, but at the same time, I want to know what services are offered here at Limitless in reference to this. So I guess why is nutrition important? You guys talk amongst yourselves, please. Well, I always felt like as a physical therapist – we only get to see so much of the individual and I really look at movement. You know, I, we are movement specialists. However, there's so much going on past that, that goes unaccounted for, not only in our medical system, but in everyday life, right? Like we just sat there and talked about like food is every day and people have, are elusive to it. Like Emily said, you know, it's a key foundation to our health. And so I reached a limit to the point where I only knew so much and I then I met Emily and I was like, yes, thank God I have somebody who can answer the questions that I can't answer anymore. And I can now help these people at least find a way or find someone to help them. So it only made sense to have Emily join our team. And Kevin, you hit on um, something that's very important. Nutrition is so individual. And so we, you know, especially if you're looking for answers and you go searching on Instagram or the internet or wherever, you are bombarded with so many, you know, should I do keto? Is keto what I need to do? Should I be high carb? Should I be low carb? Like what, what is going to work for you may not work for me. Um, and then there's, there's all these other factors that, that go into that too, whether you're female or male, how much do you have performance goals or weight loss goals? So it can be a very, overwhelming field, very overwhelming thing to get into. And so um, helping someone kind of dial it in, like what what is your body going to respond to the best and help you reach your goals that way? It kind of kind of helps give direction, gives, gives the, the person a path instead of just trying a million different things. All right. So if I came here to meet with a nutritionist, what are some of the first steps? What happens when we sit down and like for an initial consult or whatever? So before an initial eval, I would send you over a questionnaire that um, asks all different kinds of questions um, pertaining to what you eat, uh, but also things like how well are you sleeping? What are your energy levels? How's your digestion? Are you going to the bathroom regularly? Because that's important. Um, and all these factors, you know, are you thirsty all the time? How's, you know, what, what color is your pee? You know, we go into all of that because it kind of gives us a look as to how your body is responding to what you are currently doing. Um, and it helps me kind of get a bigger picture of you as the client coming in to sit down and talk about nutrition. And then, um, we would sit down and we'd go over, you know, what are your current habits? How are you eating? Uh, what do you feel like is working for you? What are your goals? Do you ask people to do a food journal? I do. Oh, good. I do. <laughs> yes. A when I when I was a trainer, journal. when I was a trainer many many years ago, one of the things that helped me understand who I was dealing with was asking my clients that were like long term clients mm -hmm. time to start a food journal so mm. I can see what you're putting in your body. Why why aren't we getting the results or what can we do to get better faster? And I feel like 
when you did a food journal, you were far more conscious of what you were eating. You're like, oh man, Snickers bar. (laughs) Yes. Let me put that in there. You know, that kind of thing. So that makes sense. Mm -hmm. All right. Sorry, I interrupted. Um, But so, yeah, so that's a questionnaire. God. And like, I have so many questions just based on just your description. Like, how do you know if you're regular or not? Like, how do you know if you're eating the right amount of calories? So before I ask all my questions, I guess, I guess you would continue through kind of your eval. So I guess you're, you have the questionnaire in, the person comes in, you kind of figure out, are their goals, do they understand their goals even? Mm -hmm. So I might say, I'm trying to lose weight but I'm also trying to get bigger and stronger. Right. I think the two of those don't match, right? They don't. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. So it's, it's dialing in and, and a lot of times the food journal that I ask them to do the questionnaire, it does bring awareness of what you don't, you know, sometimes we don't even think that whether we're going to the bathroom every day and our food choices go hand in hand and that they are shedding light into maybe something's not really on point with our nutrition. And then it is also really talking through the goals and the desires of the person because sometimes they are conflicting. And then being able to shed light on, well, this goal requires such and such and that this goal requires this. And so you have to kind of prioritize. So, you know, you hit one for, and that's one good um, aspect of working with a nutritionist because they can be with you on your on your journey. So you maybe maybe your goal is to put on some muscle and then cut down weight a little bit, and that's you know someone who can walk you through that process. Nice. Who who would be a typical client, and who would be like the ideal? Like, oh, I really want to work with somebody who's trying to do A, B, and C. So, but mm. but we know like dream clients don't always come along. But right. who would be the typical, and then who would be the dream? You know, typical client is really. Anybody, <laughs> anybody that has that wants to learn more of about their own nutrition and how it's working for them, anyone who has any type of goal surrounding nutrition, they're the perfect. Well, they're the client. The perfect client has just a little bit more. They have motivation, which we know that motivation isn't there all the time. So dedication and it's a priority to them. They're going to be consistent because that's one of the one of the main driving factors to nutrition, reaching your goals. And, you know, it's it's that way with, with most things in life. But you have to be consistent and willing to put in the work. And um, it's no different with nutrition. You know, tr- changing nutrition and changing your habits and and really dialing it in is not always easy. Well, how fast? Can I just buy my way into this? I mean, how long does it take? <laughs> oh, Absolutely not. You, you know, it depends. It depends on where you're at, where your health is at in general. So, you know, one thing we look at is let's let's use di- digestion, for example. If your digestion is not on point, your body is under in a state of stress. It's going to be harder for you if weight loss, say weight loss is your goal. It's going to be harder for you to hit that goal if your digestion is all wonky. So we may need to take some time to really dial in your digestion first and get that working optimally before we can move into 
a fat loss phase. Yeah. So it's it's very individual. Um, it, someone could come in, you know, an athlete could come in that wants to make changes and they have, they're already, you know, doing a lot of the, they already have good habits in place, doing a lot of the things they should be, getting their sleep, recovering well. They may see changes faster than somebody who we have to, we have to start at the bottom and work on on building healthy foundations. Something that you've said in the past that like rings in my ears all the time is that while a lot of people come in and because you asked, you know, who's the everyday client, most people want to lose weight. And I think something you've said to me in the past is like weight loss isn't like the main goal. Like you just said, you know, weight loss is the symptom of a really good functioning body. Yes. And so like if, if, that person was coming in, Emily's the one that I'm like pumping up right now. I love it. So like Emily's the one that comes in and she's like, look, if you want to do weight loss, but your digestive system is not on track, like your digestion system is really the root cause as to why you're not losing your weight. So there are... Your digestion could be off because of like hydration. Exactly. So there are six foundations of our health that I look at. And make sure are in are in line are working optimally because I I do believe you know weight weight gain is a symptom of something that went wrong and it could it could be your diet it could be we just need to clean up your diet are you gonna tell me the six things yeah okay <laughs> so diet is is one of them right. it is number one we got to look at you know your diet what you're eating that we're talking nutrition that's huge um, we also do look at hydration um, you know. Whether or not your electrolytes are balanced, whether, you know, whether if you're not hydrated enough, then other, it skews these other foundations. I see a question. (laughs) Well, I I have so many questions. I just don't, don't, I'm not trying to derail the six things, but like people need to know. People need to know. Because you can Google it all day. Yes. I want to know what Emily says. How many ounces of water? should a typical person have per day? What's the just blanket answer that's healthy-ish? I recommend half of a person's body weight in ounces. Perfect. That's minimal. If you are exercising, 40 to 60-ish extra ounces per hour of exercise. Um, and that's a rough estimate that people can hit. So I'm a 200-pound man-ish, mm-hmm. right? That means 100 ounces, but I work out, so maybe an extra two 24-ounce bottles. Yes. So ideally, it's 150. My own personal journey on tracking hydration is my body maxes out Mm -hmm. at about 150 and literally tells me, bro, you're good. You don't need (laughs) any more water because we, we had a hydration challenge. And we weren't trying to do hyper whatever that word is, but we were like, everybody's working out. Let's, let's, let's see how we do for a whole month. Keep up with it and keep everybody accountable. And we had a really great hydration challenge and everybody who did it felt way better that mm-hmm. month. But I, my goal was to do one ounce per pound of body, <laughs> which, wow. so yeah. I, I would get, I would get to the one sixties and one seventies and my body said, no, you, you know, you're good. You're good. So it was, it was neat to explore that. So mm-hmm. sorry to, to derail the six things. So we're on number what, two or three? Or electrolytes number three? Or electrolytes uh, for number two? So diet, mm-hmm. hydration, mm-hmm. digestion. Okay, digestion. Yep. It's huge. Um, blood sugar handling. 
Well, <laughs> break it down. Break it down. So that's, you know, that's making sure that our body is running on homeostasis. So our body, what? yeah. <sighs> homeostasis, yeah. We want, we want our body to be running even, basically. So if you picture a graph, mm-hmm. we don't want these our body doesn't want to have really low lows, really high highs. You know, that. What's an example of a high high? Snickers bar? Snickers bar. What's an example of a low low? Not eating. For how long? For. Depends on the individual. So if I get hungry, if you're is getting, that a low? Yes. If you're getting shaky, if you're getting, you know, hangry, we all know oh someone who gets hangry, yeah. they are experiencing a blood sugar crash. No bueno. We don't want that. We don't so coming that. back to even isn't a crash, but being starving or getting aggravated or heated or shaky is a crash. Correct. It's like a super low. Okay. Yes. Okay. So that, that's homeostasis or that's, well, you said blood something? Yeah. We want our blood sugar to be running smooth and even. We okay. don't want those lows and highs. Oh, um, so, you know, some people will say, well, I don't eat a ton of sugar and a ton of highly processed carbs, but yet my doctor just told me I'm bordering being pre-diabetic. Well, that's because if we have too many blood sugar crashes, it's we have the same effect in our body as if we ate a lot of sugar or carbs in one sitting. That sounds like a topic for another conversation. So, okay, I kind of get the gist. Mm -hmm. I love that the other person I would come to to learn more about that. So what would be the next next thing on the list? So then we have um, fatty acids or how our body is using and processing fat, making sure in a nutshell that we're getting enough healthy fat because fat is the backbone of our hormones. Healthy fat would be found in what two or three items? Oh, avocados, mm-hmm. olive oil, mm-hmm. um, coconut oil, mm. many different things. Almonds. Almonds. Cool. Macadamia eggs. nuts. <laughs> egg egg yolks is yeah. where the where the healthy fat is found. Yes. Okay, so what's the next thing on the list? Uh, vitamins and minerals. My vitamins are voodoo. Whatever I take them, <laughs> they don't do anything. Just tell me why they don't do anything. <laughs> Well, it depends on what, you know, it, first of all, maybe you're getting enough of the particular vitamin that you're taking and then you're just peeing it out. That can happen. Okay. Um, and then vitamins work in tandem with other things. So, for example, vitamin D doesn't get absorbed very well without enough vitamin K. So if someone is supplementing vitamin D but doesn't have an adequate level of vitamin K... That vitamin D is doing them no good. So, what I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is, when I take a one a day, I'm just taking a one a day pill. I'm not getting like, I don't feel, I can't measure the results, mm. as far as I can tell. You'd probably say otherwise. No, that's some that's something that like the questionnaire would kind of show because not everybody needs your specific body may be lacking in one vitamin, one or two vitamins, you know, not, you might not need everything and you would feel, feel a difference if those, if what your body is lacking in reached a level, um, that the body desires, you could feel like a uptick in energy, your sleep might be better, your focus might be better, little changes that. I can see that. Yeah. So I guess some of the pills I take have vitamins in them. 
the ones that do work, like the sleeping ones. Mm-hmm. Um, was that number six, vitamins? I think it was. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay, so that's that's awesome. I, I'm 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 a little overwhelmed, but I don't want it to seem like intimidating to go to a nutritionist. But how do I put this? When I hear nutrition, or when I hear somebody's trying a new quote unquote fad diet or whatever, I think of counting calories. Mm. And before I went on my own kind of self-guided nutritional journey, I figured out how to count calories using like apps and things like that. How many are an apple? How many are an egg? How many are in the salad? Um, And that helped me get a roundabout way to guess on how much calories I was taking in, countered by whatever watch or device I'm wearing is telling me how many calories I'm burning during a workout, hypothetically, or um, overnight and that sort of stuff. So I was trying to be calorically deficient. But then... It was amazing how I just totally would run out of juice, like right. six or seven days of workouts in a row, and I'm terrible. Like I can't even get a good calorie burn because I'm depleted because not of calorie quality calories most likely. But I think about calorie counting, and then I know somebody else who helps you with nutrition, and they're always using a word called macros or something. I don't even know what a macro is. So, are those things important or trendy or what's Give me some guidance here. Let's break that down a little bit. Break it down for (laughs) brackets. So first I want to talk about nutrition can be very overwhelming. There's a lot of different, especially when you talk about six foundations, that's a lot and they go deep. So when, when I, when a client signs up with me, we meet every week. Um, so that we can, because something that's very important to me is the knowledge. Like I want to, I want you to have the tools so that you can, do this for the rest of your life. And I want you to understand what you're looking for in your own body. Um, there are some nutritionists who focus more on um, macronutrients, which we will break that down, um, which can be important depending depending on your goal. Um, but I believe that really focusing on overall health and learning what makes your particular body tick and work its best yeah, it's going to set you up for success for years and years. So and that, that could change over decades too. Absolutely. Like who I was in my twenties mm-hmm. and then thirties and then forties might not be who I am in my fifties, mm-hmm. even if the goals are similar. Right. Right. My body's not processing. I think it'd be new, neat to do a podcast in the future on like, uh, ladies' nutrition. Yeah. Right. And then broken into phases of life, if mm-hmm. possible, right. like from coming out of high school. Or after college, that kind of like, how do you look at, you know, what are, what are some basic guidance there? And then, yeah. you know, midlife and then getting later into life. I know hormones and stuff like that kind of kick in and affect mm-hmm. how you, I guess, process things, I guess. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be a really good that topic, I think. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. So just, just for my own personal knowledge, what is a macro? So macronutrients, basically breaking it down is the building blocks of the fuel that we put in our body. So the macronutrients include carbohydrates, protein, and fat. And um, there's actually, for those of you interested, a fourth macro, which would be alcohol, because the body does process alcohol similarly to how it processes carbs, protein, and fat. 
but when you are each each of those macros plays a very important part in the body whether it be building muscle fueling yeah. hormones so when someone is given a set of macros it means they are given a total calorie to follow so say 1800 calories and that 1800 calories will be broken down into so many calories from each of the macronutrients gotcha yeah so emily is that probably why certain diets when you eliminate an entire macronutrient may not work for everyone absolutely so anytime you are eliminating a food group or a group like macros. So, for instance, keto. We're talking about carbs here. Eliminating carbs, right? That's yeah. that's the first thing I'm yes. thinking about. Is I'm like, are you talking about carbs? Keto, I'm pretty sure yeah. I shouldn't have that many carbs, but is an elimination of carbs. Um, and a lot of people see great success in the beginning because anytime you know when you eliminate a group like that, carbs, for example, you are significantly reducing your calories. Um. And then that can work for a while, but each macronutrient is important to the body. You know, they each have an important function. So it's really learning how to keep keep the body in in check or in homeostasis. So if if you are if your goal is to build muscle and crush it in the gym. Uh, and you go on keto for a long period of time, you're probably not going to reach your goals because the process of building muscle requires different macronutrients. It requires some of those carbs to refuel and re, you know, so it's breaking it down. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Kind of mind blown because out here in the uneducated zone that I hang out in, it's like cut carbs. Okay, cool. No carbs. Okay. Or vegetarian. Oh, okay. No meats, no protein, whatever. Fine. Or vegan is one I won't even go close to because I'm not even totally sure what that even means. But literally, I know it's not as delicious as the rest, as far as I'm concerned, as the rest of the things I try. But when you try a fad diet or a a classification, what's paleo, keto, vegan, pescatarian, Mediterranean. I don't even know. There's a whole bunch of them. When you commit to yourself to trying it, if you even have the discipline to maintain doing it, you just stuck your toe into it. You didn't even learn about some of those things that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely why it's important maybe to talk to nutritionists or high nutritionists when you are going down that path, Mm -hmm. right, of changing your nutritional intake. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to talk about, you know, the thing that's going to work for you is what you're going to be consistent in. And that's a lot of the times uh, the problem with these fad diets is you can do them. You know, you, you may be ready to crush it and you can do that for a month or two. And then Christmas rolls around and, you know, you're visiting family, you're traveling a lot and it's not sustainable for your life. And then you kind of rebound back that's why, you know, that's why you can hear success stories of people on low carb, high carb. You can, all of these ways of eating, as long as we're making sure those foundations are supported, can work. It just depends on what's going to work for you, for your lifestyle. Do you have kids? Do you need, you know, you don't want to be cooking 
three different meals because you're trying to eat keto and your husband's not, and then your kids won't eat any of the food that you're eating. <laughs> so it's looking at, you know, nutrition should fit your life. And so you can reach your goals, but it needs to be in whichever way is going to fit and work mm-hmm. and not be, you know, nutrition shouldn't be super stressful. Right. That's really great. I, I personally have had a lot of neat breakthroughs with my nutrition recently. Um, I'm, I'm across the board. Like I've just been dabbling and trying this and trying that. I think it'd be really neat to meet with a nutritionist, but never knowing one personally, but now I know you. I mean, I've always known you, but now I know you're a nutritionist. I find that really interesting that almost like hiring a trainer or a coach, it's it's a part of a component that will allow me to do better at not just my athletic stuff, but my daily sort of work, um, sleep, all that sort of stuff. I can see why it would be really important. As we're wrapping up, what do you... um? Is there anything we missed, anything you wanted to tell us about that, um, either one of y'all, that how nutrition and why to come to Limitless to learn more about it? I think ultimately taking the time to learn about yourself is the investment that we all need to make. So whether that investment is because you just are tired and you want to have more energy or your digestion sucks or you want to lose weight or if, you know, I've had this knee pain for 15 years and it's just the way I am, you know, I think ultimately limitless physical therapy, we exist because we want that investment to be for that individual. We want them to find the best versions of themselves. And that's, I mean, this whole podcast is why Emily's perfect for us because she's, it's absolutely perfect. We have an individualized physical therapy program for you, an individualized program for you, and then an individualized nutrition, and it can all work together. It's amazing like what you can, what you can even find. Your body does so much great stuff when it all works together. Back, back when I was a um, fitness manager with Gold's Gym, not locally, but back in Arlington, um, I was in charge of 15 trainers and you know, I was in charge of making sure they were hitting their sales goals and that we were, you know, business-wise, it was all being run correctly. But I was also a trainer. And I would sell, let's say, a 15-session training package. I would always say every six sessions, you would spend half of your seventh session with the person who had nutritional training on our staff as part of your coaching. And then the other half was spent with a stretching specialist. So it was like you had to have that kind of all-encompassing programming. And I found that nobody else wanted to do that because they all just wanted to make their money. But I saw it as a more of a global approach to mm-hmm. helping somebody reach their fitness goals. So I love that. T- same thing you're doing here. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It has to work yeah. together because if you, don't have the, if you don't have the mobility to do your sport, then clearly that's a problem that we all physically see in each other. But what underlies and what we don't physically see is the fuel and the recovery that's necessary for every single day for you to do it again. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think, you know, we're really having her bring to the table is that ultimate, like, complement to yeah. what we do. Yeah, it's really taking the guesswork out. Um, mm-hmm. You don't, you know, when you start feeling good, start feeling energized, start feeling fueled right your body's working for you you know you're hitting your goals there's there's nothing better 
And I, you know, it it is one of my greatest joys to see when someone comes in and they're like, I slept through the night or I'm feeling so good or I crushed a workout. And, you know, it's just like we said in the beginning, nutrition is part of your day, every day, all day, 365 days yeah. a year. And if if you can make it you know, if I can break it down for you and make it less complicated and we can work together on a plan and you can figure out this is going to work for me for, you know, mm-hmm. for for a while until we need to reevaluate as life changes and kind of dial things in, then. Right. You or know, like you can... Kevin was saying, my vitamins only make me feel like I have more energy and like I'm not as tired. And nutrition is all those things that you can't like measure. You know, it's almost just like, I just feel better when I eat better. And it's like, no shit. But you know, like, you, it, know, you know what works for me? Like I, the, the, the pills I take or quote unquote vitamins mm-hmm. that I take out of my cupboard, like the ones that kill it are the ones I always want to take anyway. It's like biotin. Mm-hmm. My nails are better. Mm-hmm. My right. hair grows faster. <laughs> Whoa. Mm-hmm. I, I assume that's the biotin working. And when I don't take it, I can, I notice it actually. Mm-hmm. So. I, I bet working with a nutritionist shows you that certain things are working. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love it. Any final thoughts? Or was it were those the final thoughts? Those were the final thoughts. All right. Mm-hmm. Krista, plug the business so we know where to go again, please. Yeah. You can find us um, at Limitless Physical Therapy. We're right next to True Performance Fitness and Jefferson Rentals in Jefferson County. You can follow us on social media at LimitlessWV. We are on Instagram and Facebook. And you can give us a call, 304-900-0866. Schedule your consults. What's the website? LimitlessPTWV.com. That's great. Well, thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks. Have you heard of Bracken's Painting? I started Bracken's Painting back in 2011. We do both residential and commercial painting. We have contractors licenses in West Virginia and Virginia, and we carry all the necessary insurances like workers' comp, general liability. Uh, We operate a small staff that focuses on meeting the homeowner's needs and project manager's timeline expectations. Uh, We we try to have exceptional attention to detail. If you're interested in doing any sort of commercial or residential painting, please contact Bracken's Painting. More information can be found at www.brackenspainting.com.